Ladies and gentlemen, this is a robbery. Hands where I can see him and don't move. Why don't you hold over that wallet all nice like, sir? And we just might not shoot you. You can't rob me. You can't rob us. Can't rob us neither. Why not? You see, he's already been robbed. By By who? who? Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello. So, Hi. <laughs> so this is once again one of our pre-recorded uh, episodes because we love y'all. So we want to have continuous, continuous uh, episode releases without us going like, oh, geez, <laughs> we have to fi- figure out how to record now because <laughs> we got to release this in two days, you know, oh, like no. last <laughs> what are you talking about there were some times where it was like okay we need to record now why so we can release this tomorrow dun 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 <laughs> yeah we we did have a lot of uh those moments and it's it's just because of our schedules and all of that it's just got a little i think the closest call we that i personally got was uh, there was an episode we'd done that required a little bit more editing than I thought. And mm-hmm. I usually release it at like 2 a.m. Central Time. Yeah. And I managed to finish the edits at 1.30. <laughs> I think so, I remember that. And you went, oh, I've released it too soon. Yeah. Hang back. Hang back. <laughs> Yeah, I had to I had to very quickly like take it off and it was like anyone with notifications on just went, huh? What what happened there? <laughs> oh, you know, just Jackie being stupid again. It's fine. Oh goodness. Um, but yeah, we're we're recording this. Um two weeks I guess before it this one will actually air this episode will actually air uh and yeah like we've been still thinking about some of the things that we want to do for this season um just like you know one of the things that we were thinking about is instead of one of us doing an intro uh, for each episode where we kind of all rotate we're thinking about doing skits if you guys don't like that that's too bad because we've already done them <laughs> <laughs> and how many episodes have we pre-recorded who knows only we know yeah Ooh. you get to Ooh. revel in our hilariously marvelous rank acting abilities oh such good acting abilities very good acting abilities. emmy award-winning tony nominated we're gonna be up for yeah. a streamy we're gonna be up for a bafta we're gonna do all the awards bitch i'm getting an oscar okay <laughs> a webby for webby all gonna, the awards so many so many awards we're gonna have so many awards we're gonna have to buy a whole new house just to fill them in which is good because we're gonna be filthy rich in the process 
I want mine made of chocolate. And haven't you watched the the Johnny Depp Willy Wonka? The the prince uh, a prince wanted his house made out entirely out of chocolate, and it melted. Yeah. In <laughs> Yeah, funnily, funnily enough, I look, I look back now and I recognise the actor that's playing said prince. E. Netanyahu, I think his name is. If I can remember that, that's what his name is. Apologies if it's wrong, but I know he played Masood in EastEnders, which is a UK soap opera. Just a little bit of trivia. I think it's I that think nobody fun. needed to know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's always fun when um, when you like you grow up watching a show or a movie or something, and there's this one actor that's usually like hiding in the background or like they don't have a really big part, or maybe they do, and then like years later you watch something that they've done, you fall in love with them, and then you look at like their IMDb and you're like, wait, they were in that. So then you have to go back to watch the original thing and you're like, oh, they were there the whole time. It's like, I'm not sure what it was because um, I know Elijah Wood when I think his first role, if anything, was in one of the Back to the Future movies. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm afraid to say I've yet to watch any of the Back to the Future movies. I'm <gasps> a bad I'm a bad nerd. I <gasps> but yeah um I, I think it was Back to the Future Part 2. It's the one when it's the in the future. Mm-hmm. And I think Marty McFly's at a diner or arcade game and Elijah's one of the two kids at said game. Like watching them, uh, that's about as much as I know. Oh, but he's an underrated actor as well. Should I say Elijah Wood? So I did it a lot with um, with David Tennant. I, mm. I I fell in love with him as the Tenth Doctor, and then I went mm. back and I was like, oh my god, he was in that thing. Wait, he was in that thing too. He was in that thing. What? I know he was, I think his first major role as well. Um, I'm not sure how accessible it is for those outside the UK, but it was it was a small series. Um, I think it was in 93, 94, thereabouts. Um, it was a Scottish dramedy, comedy, com- I say comedy, but more drama, really, set in a Glasgow psychiatric hospital. And David, who was, he was just a baby at the time, who's, you know, not, well, not literally a baby, but, you know, early 20s, so very fresh, fresh-faced David Tennant playing a character called Campbell, who was bipolar. And he does such a good job. And it's centred around the hospital radio station and Campbell wants to be part of said radio station and it's the main character is it's been a while since I've watched it an actor called Ken Stott he is centered around his character and he he's a disc jockey and he gets like a volunteer position at this psychiatric hospital 
and then he meets you know David Tennant's character and there's two other like three other characters that are like in the main group so to speak and one of them I forget the actor's name but he was Robert the Bruce in Braveheart he's in it yeah it's called Taking Over the Asylum. It might be outdated in regards to, you know, accurate representation these days. Um, but I think it's done in a very tasteful way. It's not played for laughs. Um, yeah, so it's something that people might be considered looking at if they want to see David in one of his first roles. I I just had a moment of like heart-stopping anxiety because like I was sitting here, I was watching my child play Minecraft and then my brain went, you forgot to press record again and I went, <gasps> look at the screen real quick. <laughs> That will never uh, leave me. Uh, apologies get- if I apologies if I stopped that flow dead there with my spiel, but I think I got to the point eventually after twelve bloody years. But you know, <laughs> oh yeah, did we hit the timer though? No, <laughs> like egg timer. We, we we did not but that's okay that's okay we can make some adjustments on the fly Tadya yay um well it's fine yeah there's it's really weird when you see like a old act when you see like an actor that you like and then you're just like is this the start of their career like uh right I remember a show that I liked watching besides like Xena and like Hercules was like Young Hercules and they would show that like on Saturdays or something like that and that the the main character Hercules was played by Ryan Gosling who went on to do like a bunch of like other shows and movies and things like that uh, that were a lot darker than Young Hercules and some comedies you know um and then like you know um the movie the borrowers like i had the vhs i guess my mom had bought it for us because she thought it it looked like something that we'd like because it's based off of like a book i think that i had to read for school once when i was like in first or second grade and uh one of the characters in there or maybe two of the characters in there were later uh, characters that I saw in like Harry Potter I think Tom Felton was the little borrower boy mm-hmm. and like one of the women I think ended up being Molly Weasley or somebody or it may have or it may have just been the same director that was on the borrowers and was it, was it not the dad because the, the dad was Jim Broadbent and did he not go into play Sl- Slughorn I think so it may yeah have, uh one, I, I didn't remember which was the other character, but I know Tom Felton was in there, and then mm-hmm. he went on when he was a little older to play Draco for a number of years. So, mm. yeah, so it's always interesting. 
I'll tell you uh, one that happened to me back when um, PT, the playable trailer, came out. Yeah. I was, I didn't have, no, I did have a PlayStation, I think, or I, maybe I didn't have one, but I was too, I, I can't remember if I didn't have one or if I had one and was just too scared to play it. Either one is a distinct possibility, to be honest. Um, so I went on to YouTube and watched it. And I watched this really funny Irish guy doing it. I was like, oh man, he's really funny. And it was really fun to watch him get scared. And mm. I was like, haha, really funny. And then I closed out and completely forgot about him. Years later, I start really getting into watching um, like games on YouTube and stuff and following specific YouTubers. And I go back and I watch, um, I find Jacksepticeye and I start watching him. And then at one point, YouTube actually recommends Jacksepticeye playing through PT. And I was like, wait a minute. Wait, no, I've watched. Oh my God, that was him. <laughs> I think the first Jacksepticeye videos I remember watching was his Skate 3 videos. That was a long time ago. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> He was a baby um, then. I don't remember the first video that I saw of him. Uh, I think, I mean, like, the, the first ever thing that I saw of, like, Jack, I think, may have been his Don't Laugh uh, compilations. Mm -hmm. uh, but that, but I actually, I, I don't think I started watching him until maybe about two or three years ago. Same with uh, Markiplier. I remember seeing stickers of him like maybe five or six years ago that a friend of mine had that she's like in love with Markiplier um, when he had pink hair still. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, I, I was just like, oh, cool. I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing the, the little animated um, videos dedicated to Markiplier when he was, it must have been playing Yandere Simulator. It's like, notice me, senpai. Senpai! <laughs> People will be thinking, what is she sniffing again? Is she, is she on the sugar again? No, it's still Prozac, but, you know. <laughs> You're not supposed to snort the Prozac. I don't. I don't like things going up my nose. <laughs> Just a little detail that nobody needed to know. <laughs> One of the other things that I remember is... Um... Aaron, Aaron Hansen, who's, you know, everybody knows he's Game Grumps, but he's also like Eagle Raptor. That was the high school was the first time that I saw like his animations and things like that on Newgrounds, which I'm sad. Adobe Flash is no longer a thing now. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, all of his videos were his animated videos were on Newgrounds and then they were on like YouTube for a while and then um after that I was just like oh okay cool I didn't see him like release anything at least not that I went looking for and then it was just like oh yeah Aaron Hansen's on a uh, game grump so I was like what is that <laughs> so sometimes I do feel like a really old person when somebody's just like oh yeah this uh blah 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 you know, YouTuber, and I'm over here just like, uh-huh. What is... <laughs> I don't know what that is. 
<laughs> I do remember um, at one point um, PewDiePie, which I don't, I'm, I don't really watch him. I'm not really a big fan of PewDiePie, but um, when um, when he first really kicked off and started getting really popular, his name would show up everywhere. So mm. I saw I'd seen his name like a full year or so before I ever watched a video he had done. And it was it was really trippy. And I just remember thinking, this is such an odd thing to have people that are playing video games for a living. And like for the mm. longest time, I didn't think that that was like possible or I was like, well, how much money could they possibly make doing this? Like, like a bunch of people play video games. And that just goes to show you how much time has changed in the past few yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't really, yeah, I don't really watch or like uh, PewDiePie, uh, mostly because of comments that he has made and yep. happily apologized for. Um over many many years and uh so i mean if any of our listeners listen to him okay you you do that but personally for me i i do not believe in supporting him nope um so yeah i i saw like there was like everywhere on youtube it was just like pewdiepie released this or my reaction to pewdiepie's like thing or like this and then i was just like is that a new my little pony character yeah like (laughs) i had no idea what it was like i would be reading like news articles like that had nothing to do with youtube i can't remember the name of the website now but they would send out like a like a weekly newsletter of different articles people had written and I, for a while there, I was obsessed with them and I would read like all the articles and um, like every so often you'd get an article and it was like every other article would mention PewDiePie doing something or make a reference to him. And I'm like, who is this? Yeah, it's kind of like, um, I don't know if he's still a YouTuber, but it's kind of like that YouTuber, Logan Paul. Oh. I know his brother... Mm sister are like still doing stuff I don't think he's doing anything maybe I don't know but it's kind of like that it's like he came into popularity I want to say maybe a couple of years after PewDiePie so there would be like want to watch this prank video by Logan Paul and I was just like who is that person and why does he have two first names like (laughs) (laughs) and I was like no thank you I'm gonna go watch something else I'm gonna go watch my watch my uh part eight of episode 30 uh anime video on YouTube (laughs) like excuse me I, I do not want to watch PewDiePie or a prank video by Logan Paul and so Mm. it's it's strange, you know, like you would, you would hear their, you would either hear their voice or see that person and you're just like, I know you from somewhere. And then you read the credits and you're like, it's you. Or like you just see that person's name for like a year or maybe like two years before you actually sit down and like watch mm. a video. I mean, I used to watch um, PewDiePie's content years ago. I, I don't watch his content now. Um 
again, like we said, if any of the listeners or any of our followers do watch PewDiePie, you know, that's that's your choice. It's not our personal choice, but we'll, we'll just leave it there. But I felt that I kind of like outgrowed a lot of the humor, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that the first videos I remember watching of PewDiePie was his playthrough of Heavy, Heavy Rain. Because um, I'd picked it up at the time and foolishly watched somebody else play it before I played it myself and then gave away the entire ending. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, and then from then I was watching his content, and that's when he was predominantly playing games rather than you know some of the content that he's bringing out now. But you know, he does what he does. I don't watch his stuff anymore, so and I know people do, so that's that's people's choices. So yeah, like I I have a few that I watch. I have a few YouTubers that I watch, like Mark. Um, the Game Grumps, Jack, um, and then like, but it's it's usually like a mix of different people, mm. different channels. Um, you know, like Dead Meat or like Foundflix or, um, Screened stuff like that. Like it, I usually have like a mix of like uh YouTube channels that I watch that aren't some of them aren't dedicated to like video games. Mm them are like dedicated to movies and and, like things like that and some of them are like explore the lore behind like a like a video game or a comic or film stuff like that uh that's pretty you know that I find at the time I'm like interested in but I don't want to go and see it yet because I'm not I don't have the time yet you know I mean my my content viewing on YouTube's fairly mixed as well. I watch a mix of things from, you know, Call Me Kevin. He's another great Irish YouTuber as well, if you've not checked him out. Mm-hmm. So watch the likes of, you know, Call Me Kevin, um, Trixie Mattel, who's a drag queen. <laughs> and then, yeah, just like some of the, the big names like Jacksepticeye, H2O Delirious, and then like a lot of things about a lot of nerdy stuff about biographics and movie reviews and the like so that's yeah. that's, yeah, that's my, how boring i am <laughs> my my viewing on youtube is pretty is pretty random as well i i tend to watch a lot of music i, I like a lot of i like a lot of the um the acapella groups like voice play or home free um, things like that. So I, I tend to fall into that. One thing I will say, and I will, I will kind of interject with is while YouTube is known for being rather controversial, especially as far as how they treat their, <clears throat> excuse me, their content creators. One thing mm-hmm. is, is true. And we can't really deny this is it did give a platform to people who otherwise would have been ignored by the industry because either they didn't look a certain way or they didn't sound a certain way. And so a lot of people that would have been like, oh yeah, well you sound great, but you don't look the part. And Mm. so we were able to see their talents rather than, you know, just judging them 
by strictly by how they look and like there's um there's one of them i can't remember his name completely now um but he is a fantastic singer has a gorgeous voice and he is he is just not caleb hiles that's his name um that was it i was thinking is that going to be the name that you're going to mention i was literally just listening to some of his covers Mm -hmm. but yeah like (laughs) but yeah he doesn't look the part like he he would never like as far as like the like the industry goes the musical industry he would never have been given a contract like it just wouldn't have happened he would have like to get it he probably would have ended up going on to like one of the reality tv shows and even then like who knows if he if he had won or not so like i i like i like youtube for that i also like that it's kind of opened opened the doors for a lot of people who like maybe the only thing they they are good at is content creation and they're good at entertaining people but they don't necessarily want to get up on a big stage and do like a comedy routine or maybe they're really good at doing hair or makeup or painting and there's a platform for it and so for all the bad that youtube has done like we kind of have to value the good it's done as well yeah like there are on on a lot of platforms there are issues like um Mm. sorry i have to move my cat away from laptop again because she is trying to she's trying to log me out um (laughs) well it's okay we can't see (laughs) we can't see you because you i'm holding her right now um not that we can tell she's right here are you are you gonna i had a pet are you gonna put her in the timeout shirt again uh no because this is my nice shirt and she already tried to destroy it (laughs) Uh, she's trying to um knead it with her claws but yeah there's i mean there's a lot of problems with each platform like twitch especially uh twitch youtube um, for a bit, uh, when Mixer was still around, Mixer, um, you know, stuff like that, and it's it's usually it's usually because one thing or another, the the platform, the people that run it, it feels like they don't want to step on any toes. Mm-hmm. Like with YouTube, they allow you to pretty much post whatever you want um but you know now they're kind of actively going towards like demonetizing things if you are posting stuff that goes against their like platform but there are still a lot of stuff on youtube that's been posted taken down then reposted again on different accounts so and for twitch um do you have mods and and things like that to um sort of monitor your chats and everything to keep people from posting things in there you know you can you can check to mark that nobody uses any kind of like derogatory terms and you can change it to where it's like severe so if anybody writes like a slur 
a racial slur or a curse word, it will be blocked out and, you know, that that uh, comment won't appear. But that won't, you know, necessarily stop uh, some people and some will find a way around it or they'll just, you know, um, try to game snipe you, you know, Mm -hmm. while you're playing and stuff like that or um, mess with like your internet and things like that. So, I mean, it's just... It's, it's just there are issues in, in every platform, and I wish that there wasn't, but it's getting towards the better where there isn't as much of, you know, like the Wild West sort of way it was before. Like YouTube years ago, like close to 20 years ago, was like the Wild West of videos. You could find pretty much everything on there for better or for worse pretty much and then like i mean and and a lot of it has to do with the fact of we just we'd never seen anything like it like it was a huge platform that opened up so like so much and it was like at that point how do you even go about policing that without Mm. without like horrifically silencing one group or showing you know um privilege to another like yeah so luckily like now that it's it's been a been around and it's not a a new thing anymore it's not quite so we, we have we've gone through the growing pains of change and now it's like okay well here's this one here's this platform here's what happens on it so now you can kind of police a little better but because now yeah. it's kind of settled down yeah now it's now it's a little better but you know some people do have some complaints about the fact that uh sometimes uh like dmca like claims and things like that from someone saying that the music used in your video violated was like a needs to be taken off because they said that it belonged to them like I think some people got a lot of Sony music DMCA's last year and they're just like but I didn't even use any of your music <laughs> uh, it was like a specific company that just kept sending YouTube spamming them um, that this content creator or this video or this video or this video was violation of their music copyright properties and yeah and it wasn't even theirs yeah yeah it wasn't even their music it was like this isn't even your music and yeah it's still there's still like complaints about that and and things like that and but at least now we can turn off comments if we post something, we don't have to have anybody, nobody can write any comments if we turn them off. So then, you know, or like, um, we can private a video. So the only people that ha- can watch it can are the people that have links and, and things mm-hmm. like that. So at least that's better. You know? and, and they are getting a lot better with the algorithm as far as um, keeping track of re-uploads and all this stuff because i know um that was a really big problem with uh 
Unus Honest, for example, like the whole premise of Unus Honest was one year and then the entire channel was deleted. And a lot of people saved every video and then they would re-upload them. And they they are slowly but surely going through and taking them all taking them all down. Um and I know I know Mark said that they were taking like full on legal action. Um for the instances that these do happen and people just keep insisting um so we we can be happy about that um i know they i know they said that they're leaving like fan compilations and stuff like stuff alone like Mm. so so anything that's completely fan made um that may happen to have footage they're leaving that alone but as far as like full on episodes they they are taking those down so it's stolen content at the end of the day and I know that's a big issue, like, and amongst multitude of creators. I mean, mm. you, you see it all the time in the comments going, oh, give credit where it's due. This is stolen content. Mm-hmm. This doesn't, this is not your property. You didn't make this. Thief. It's like, this is the work of so-and-so creator. You know, you've basically rehashed it and you're getting more views than they did. So... Yeah. yeah, like um, actually, it was like a stupid little thing that I had made. Um, a picture, and I put my Instagram, you know, signature on it. Uh, because usually when I post something to Tumblr or and tw- Twitter, I usually post it to Instagram as well. And I'll I'll have my Instagram handle on the picture, and so um, I had posted like a stupid little like RDR2 meme to my Tumblr, and uh, you know a lot of people thought it was funny and they shared it and and things like that, and then um, I got a notification that I was tagged in like like a a post. And I, and you can see like the little preview of what the post is sometimes on Tumblr and what it was, it was the same thing that I had, you know, had written and put on Tumblr. The person had essentially copied all of the words and then posted it as their own like post and then just tagged me at the bottom like the source is this and I was just like the reblog button is like right there <laughs> it's it's like t- two seconds you, you press it and you press again and bam you you've reblogged it there's no need to repost like what I just posted mm. and um when I told my friend about it, she was like, they just want the same kind of clout that they got, you know, Mm. then they could erase the source with your name and then people will think that they did it when in Mm. actuality you were the person that that Mm. did it. And I was just like, well, I guess thanks that I got my little Instagram handle on there, but like, you know, it's just one of those things. Like it's it's seems, really bad. <laughs> I mean, that does seem to be a problem in amongst artists and especially virtual photographers mm. on social media, whether it's Twitter, like Tumblr, Instagram, especially. 
Um, I know some of our listeners might have had issues in the past of their content being stolen and passed off as somebody else's. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and when said people are called out, they fight back by saying, oh, I found it on the internet. So it's as if to say, you know, it's free for all. Really, it's like free content for everybody. It's like, no, not if it belongs to somebody. Not if it clearly has a watermark. That's why when I post my own personal pictures from capture footage, I put a watermark. Not that, not saying that any of my stuff is good. It's nice, but nothing like some of the virtual photographers that I've seen who do amazing work mm. and produce amazing imagery. You know, for somebody to come in and just say, oh yeah, I did that, and then get more notification and more adoration, it's, it's beyond cheeky, in my opinion. Beyond cheeky. It's like, really? Go and steal somebody's own shit and then no, that doesn't sit right with me at all. Yeah, I mean, the amount of photos and art and stuff like that that you come across on Pinterest, especially. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like people like saving a picture from somewhere else and then posting it on there and just sort of, you know, um, just posting it and sometimes it's got credit because you'll see like the person's name on it and sometimes it's uh in a different language you know like korean or japanese um you know or some that are in chinese or um just like a different language from english and so you don't see probably the creator's signature on there because it may have been part of like a larger piece and they just kind of took that part and posted it. And um, there is another comic that I did where essentially it was um, first impressions of young Dutch and young Hosea meeting where because they said that they tried to rob each other before they just started laughing and then became started talking at a campfire <laughs> and that's how they came to came to be partners in crime and so I was I was imagining that and Dutch is just kind of looking at Hosea while he's laughing at him because Dutch is like hand over your money and Hosea's just like <laughs> you're an idiot I like that in a man <laughs> and that's how they become partners and um there is another one that I had did there's a tiny face Dutch and a tiny face Archer Arthur. those, those uh, are my favorite yeah it's uh both of those were posted to Twitter and Tumblr and Instagram and they all have my signature on them but one of the people said that they saw the uh I think the tiny faced Arthur and tiny faced Dutch picture on um, Pinterest. They had seen that on Pinterest. And I was just like, oh, I didn't know that it made made it all the way to Pinterest. (laughs) But it's just, you know, it's, you can find all kinds of things and some of it is credited, some of it's not. And it just becomes one of those things where you're just like, um, really paranoid about it like um, 
my friend sells really cute Bulbasaur dolls, uh, plush dolls that she makes by hand. Um, mm-hmm. She's a Bee Nerdish Crafts on, um, I think you can find her at Bee Nerdish on uh, Twitter. But she makes like really adorable like Bulbasaurs. And somebody had taken her photos of her Bulbasaurs that she puts when she was selling them on Etsy and they had started posting them on various like websites going oh yeah we can make these for you and she was like are you serious you know (laughs) like that's my you know that's like that's my photo there's my watermark in the corner that's you know stuff that I made they didn't make that because they were trying to claim that they were the people that originally had claimed it so yeah I know um a friend of mine her name is Arwen um she she used to post a lot on deviant art mm-hmm. and um she had posted this really really pretty um fairy drawing like she she's really big into like fairies and stuff like that or she was um and someone commented and said art thief and she thought they were just like alerting her to somebody else's like stealing but now come to find out this person was trying to claim that she was the art thief got into a whole big battle with deviant art and the person because like basically what this person had done was had taken her drawing downloaded it printed it out uh traced it re-uploaded it and tried to claim it was theirs and she ended up losing access to her account for a while and i I don't remember if she ever got it back or if that ever got sorted but yeah like that's how that's how serious this kind of this kind of crap is and i'm sorry I'm going to speak plainly here for a second, but if you're the type of person to steal art and take credit for it um, because you want some kind of clout, there's a special place for you. And it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not nice. No. And I know, um, I know there was a really, really big problem. And I know, I mean, I know it exists in all fandoms, but the one that was the most vocal about it there for a while was uh, within the Jacksepticeye community. Everything kind of just wrapped back around to YouTube there for a second. <laughs> um, because Jack does um, a series on his channel called Meantime, where he'll go th- onto his, um, his subreddit and we'll look at memes and fan art and things like that. So a lot of people were stealing fan art and trying and reposting it or re you know, whatever and trying to pass it off as their own so that they could a get attention from jack and b end up on meme time and like it was a huge huge problem and um he finally had to jump like jump in there and say if you're the type of person that does this i'm not going to show you attention the attention that you do get will be negative. And mm. so you, if you want to put something of your own out there, that's awesome. We can celebrate that and we can enjoy that together. But if you're the type of person that's going to put, if you put your name on somebody else's artwork, I have no time for you. Mm. They're, they're just, they're in the same league as any thief, really. 
from you know somebody that'll you know shoplift to somebody who'll steal parcels off somebody's porch a thief's a thief and nobody really likes a thief <laughs> no nobody likes them at all like when the pictures um that i post on our website you know when we do like little entries and stuff like that either they're pictures that we made or they're pictures that I made sure that I looked up that were free stock photos so that they didn't have any like Getty image or this photo belongs to this and you know stuff like that they were essentially free stock photos that I could Mm -hmm. um, pick up from public domain sites if it was a private domain site then I didn't use it um you know, because my mom had actually gotten in trouble once she had taken like a web designing class uh, a long time ago when I was like in middle school because she wanted to learn how to do it. And so they had required her to make a website and put up a picture, you know. And so she did and she had used the picture that she had found on the internet and it ended up being a picture that was by that had, uh, you had essentially had to pay in order to use it. Um, You had to pay the artist and the artist was only asking maybe like five or $6 um, for that particular photo, but it was part of like a larger like portfolio that cost probably about a hundred. So she only wanted one photo from there, but she had essentially found the photo on Google. And so she shared it. Uh, She saved it and posted it, and then she got an email maybe like a week or so later uh, from, I guess, the website, and the website was just like, you need to pay the artist for the usage of that photo, and she's like, oh, I didn't know. I was like, yeah, I think it might have some sort of watermark or tracking on it, so yeah, just go ahead and pay them the $6, (laughs) you know. But it, it is like it is like a really big issue. And it's it's something that, you know, like I if I ever copy like a art thing, like whenever I post something and I think that maybe somebody else has done it before, I usually say, sorry if somebody has done this before. You know, like I just came to my head, so I had to draw it, but I never tried to draw from the original picture. I may use like a pose when I'm doing pose practice, but other than that, you know, it's pretty much everything else is like from my head. I th- but, I th- yeah. I think it kind of falls into the same line as the people that will go online and pretend to be certain celebrities like i've i've been messaged quote unquote by so many celebrities and one of them actually made me laugh like really really hard um like i mean i i'm i'm an adult so i can tell the difference i know that this is not whoever trying to send me a message like really like why why would they um but for like teenagers and kids like this this could end up being a potentially dangerous situation like you hear all the time about these people using celebrity names to essentially groom people or steal their life savings or you know things like that 
and to a naive teenager kid or you know even adults like some of the, some of mm. them have been good um mm. that's one of the reasons why these scams are successful um yep. and they've they've fallen into very dangerous situations but one of them made me laugh someone was pretending to be uh benjamin byron davis and they sent me a message on instagram now <laughs> we we are all familiar enough with mr davis to know that when he when he sends messages or he uploads anything that he has typed not just things that he's retweeting he uses things like capital letters punctuation proper grammar <laughs> yeah <laughs> And this person was like, oh, yeah, my, my, I'm, I'm Benjamin Byron Davis and I'm contacting you on my private account because um, you're one of my you're one of my biggest fans and I want to do this. And I was just like, oh, OK, well, hello, Mr. Davis. How are you today? And just like kept him going for a while. And then finally, I got bored real fast and I was just like, bro. I'm not I'm not a naive teenager. I don't know what your original plan was, but like if you're going to mock somebody, if you're going to pretend to be them, you should probably at least study how they speak first and then try that again. And it just it just cracked me up. Like really you're going to try to be him of all people. <laughs> yeah. I got um I got a message on Instagram from somebody going like, hey, cutie. And uh, I was like, I'm because I, I have it set up where you have to request in order to message me just because for instances like that. So I was like, are you looking for a commission <laughs> in my head? So I look at their profile and I see that's usually like a, a dead giveaway if they don't have if they have zero followers only three posts and it says that they um joined that same day and all of their posts are just you know like somebody's taking a picture of them uh chances are is that that's not an actual person or well that's mm. not an actual person's account because uh, one of the pictures on um, on their profile actually belonged to somebody else, and they were trying to claim that that was them, but it had like the uh, watermark of the person because they were a photographer, and so it had a somebody had uh, his family, his I think the guy's wife had taken a picture of him, and he's like, oh, that's a nice picture, so he puts his little watermark on it, and he uploaded it to his. Uh, to his Instagram and this person who had messaged me had taken the picture left like the watermark in because they probably couldn't figure out how to get rid of it and tried to pass it off as you know this is that was them this is this is them this is what they look like and so uh I just deleted it <laughs> like I just deleted it I was just like okay oh the best it seems part. that you get it, sorry. It's okay. See, I was just gonna say it seems like you get various degrees of intelligence when it comes to catfish. That's true. But the best part about this this um this Benjamin Byron Davis one was his his screen name was the real Ben Davis. <laughs> 
and like his his name on there was Big Ben, and so it was like you know at the real Ben the real Ben Davis, and his name was Big Ben, and other than like the horrific grammar and all that stuff, I actually went to the account, and it was like the profile picture was the exact same one of his actual account but the rest of the account was completely private so you'd have to request a follow in order mm-hmm. to get to it and so i was like you know just for just for shits and gigs i followed it and it was like literally post by post everything that ben had done so yeah i shut that one down i reported that one and i just moved on about my day and sometimes i still mm-hmm. think hmm i wonder i wonder what that person's up to in life now you ever wonder if maybe that really was the real Benjamin Byron Davis and he's like ah yes I know you so I don't have to use things like punctuation when I talk to you (laughs) holy run on sentence Batman (laughs) (laughs) I do have that thought like every so often I'll get one of those and I'm just like what if that was actually them like (laughs) And then, like, I have this moment of, like, wow, I'm an asshole. <laughs> Yo, dude, why don't you come back when you actually learned grammar? And he's like, that hurt my feelings. <laughs> well, well, uh, Mr. Mister Davis, may I call you, may I call you Mr. Davis? If that was you <laughs> messaging me, I'm very sorry uh, if I insulted you. And the thing I said about uh about the sheep is is not correct and anatomically or otherwise and i apologize (laughs) i couldn't choir but i'm not going to (laughs) probably for the best yes (laughs) oh goodness i I mean i know that oh it was several several months ago now um but if anybody that follows me on social media, specifically Twitter, more for the point, is, I don't. You'll, you'll, you don't. I'm just kidding. Of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. <laughs> the look of panic on your face was amazing. That was priceless. It was pretend. Sure, it was. Pretend. It was. <laughs> I'm not that tough. <laughs> but, but anyway. For those that follow me on social media, specifically Twitter, you'll notice that my account is currently set to private. Mm-hmm. And it originally wasn't private, but I had to do so because there was an incident several months ago after I posted a picture of myself. Not a very flattering picture. If not, it was ugly cry face in reaction to the finale of Supernatural. And then some random individual, I'm not going to name names because, to be honest, I've forgotten their name. But they chose to make a really, in my opinion, shit joke at my expense. It was a blatantly blatantly obvious fat shaming joke. And I remember, it it took me back, I'm not going to lie, it did take me back. And it wasn't nice what he said by any means. But did it hurt me on a deep level mm, 
not really. And the reason why is because I could come up with a thousand better jokes and jabs at myself than some random asshole online who's never even interacted with me and judging by a lot of what he's been saying to other people in the, within the community, I wouldn't want to because that guy has got problems. I think and again, not naming names, but... Yeah, it's okay, Nicola. You can, you can say that they were acting like a complete asshole. <laughs> oh, they were. They were. And not just to me, but they were acting like an asshole to other individuals who equally didn't deserve any of the venom that was being spat in their direction. Yeah. Like really, really uncalled for and really hurtful like comments that just makes you think, really, what is your problem? What is your problem? What have you what have these people done to you? Do you know them? They clearly don't know you. So who are you to go online and be an asshole? Yeah. And that goes across the board from people all over the internet in regards to whether it's Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook. If you're a troll and you deliberately go out and harass people for shits and giggles, like Jackie said, there's a special place for you. Yeah. Like it's I, not nice. I remember I remember when uh, I saw that your thing had turned private because I was like, oh, I can't reblog this picture that she did and I saw it was private and then I saw like your posts like before and I was like oh and you know you had told us about them Mm. and I was just like I I thought it was interesting because they went to all of the they went to not all but some of the people that essentially had came to your support like Tiffer and Rob and Sam and Joe and uh, Jojo and I think uh, Kirsten and of course um, if anybody had commented on like Rogers status you know like Rogers as well Um, but it's just it was just like uh, he had went to them but he and I think he I say he because it probably was a he but they tried to follow us on cameo gang yep. on twitter it? yeah they they tried to they tried to follow us and we're like no we blocked them on not, the, on not only do they do that but they Before, not only do they they try to follow us but they also uh, responded to one of our posts and asked do you or and said do you want to be friends and uh, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, and I I didn't even give them the opportunity. I know someone jumped in to respond, but I was like, I'm just not even going to give them the opportunity. And I just from I was on the account that at that moment, so I just blocked and reported. Yeah. And then um, I know there were like in a lot of the um, a lot of the live streams that the wonderful Red Dead cast did um, for the like the geek signs and. Uh, the stream streamalies and all that stuff the signings um mm-hmm. a lot of the times the, a lot of vile people would come in yeah like specifically this to stir up drama and it, it kind of 
it kind of breaks my heart a little bit when like whoever it is has to stop their stream and either get onto these people or try to figure out how to block them or or just say anything because it's like for these people for people that that target people like this that go out of their way to to specifically cause drama what they're looking for is attention and they don't care if it's good attention or bad attention like they they are essentially acting like children and so you know all publicity is good publicity as they say Mm. and to completely disrupt something that like they don't have to be doing they don't they don't have to do these signings but they they want to because well a lot of them have time on their hands or a lot of them have you know like families and lives yeah and like maybe they i don't know they do these signings because they want to help people and they also do it because maybe they need money or you know something like that but they don't have to do them so to see them have to stop something very nice that they're voluntarily doing to get onto these people just kind of breaks my heart a little bit Mm. it's like why like why why is this funny what enjoyment do you get out of this Um, yeah there's there's nothing more disheartening than seeing somebody that you admire go from a pleasant happy mood to then scolding an individual or individuals online for being you know one either like homophobic transphobic racist just any amount of derogatory slurs whether directed at themselves or others who are attending said stream there there is absolutely no need to come on somebody else's social media feed and like we said be an asshole because why should people have to put up with it mm-hmm. and people shouldn't have to put up with it and especially the person hosting shouldn't have to put up with it. And they have within their right to report and block and to either end the stream if they, if they would want to. And then that just ruins it for everybody else. See, that's one of the reasons why I wish Instagram would hurry up and yeah. do a, um, a feature that allowed um, the host to... Uh, select like moderators and stuff Mm. that way they don't have to stop these things and like and that's the downside is you when you're in that situation and you you have a choice to make one you you can choose to just do the signing and ignore the chat which kind of takes away a lot of the personal stuff but you get the signing done or you also pay attention to chat and while you're doing the signing but you run the risk of seeing that stuff so if they if they had like moderators coming in or p or like each individual person could um bring in moderators or make someone a moderator then the moderators could get rid of this stuff without Mm -hmm. hosting it ever see like really seeing it or paying attention to it and then they they lose that ability to get a rise yeah Mm -hmm. Like, um, you know, like Twitch has moderators, like you can hire moderators or you can, you can hire somebody to be in the chat and be a moderator. So they'll go through the chat and they'll block and report, delete comments as they go, or you can have like a, a, a bot do it. Mm. That's, 
it's one thing I've never understood and never will. I have never understood and I never will tolerate shit stirs. I don't have the patience or the energy to engage with people who go to start an argument or just to basically cause clout or drama, you know, for their own benefit, for whatever reason. It's, I cannot be arsed with that. Well, my mum was my mum was the same, and I'm pretty much the same in that aspect. Well, and I, I just like, can't. I feel like I need to jump in for a second because there is a difference between like bad shit stirring and good shit stirring. Like what we do is good shit stirring. Like that yeah. whole when um, man, I have mentioned his name a lot on this stream or on this session. So if he's listening, you're welcome, I guess. Um, but when like Benjamin Byron Davis goes on his whole political rants and then I jump in after he's done, what the hell is he talking about? And go, aha, I made it to what the hell is he talking about a clock? Mm. Like that does not cause harm. That, that does not start drama. All it does is for a moment, I get a giggle out of it. Mm. And then, and then it took off and now everyone else refers to it as what the hell is he talking about a clock? And I'm like, oops <laughs> my bad <laughs> but yeah like i mean like you can be a troll but you can be funny like yeah. as you can be um you can be a shit stirrer and be humorous but not at someone's expense and not in a damaging fashion like mm. that's that's the big difference like are you doing it because you think it's personally funny, but no one else does. Okay, then you should probably mm. not do that. Mm. Yeah, like I think um, on the live streams for Instagram, Rob had to figure out how to block someone. Roger stopped his stream maybe twice. Uh, and the second, I, I think he stopped maybe like two two streams um, to say, like, be nice in the comments. And then the, the second one is that he was angry. You know, he was he was very angry about it. And he was like, I will stop, you know, like, I will stop because I, I know that you guys are doing it when I'm looking down. And I can't see because of the amount of people that are in the thing. But if I look up and I catch it again after this that's it i'll just finish signing these and nobody else will and i'll send them out but we won't continue with like a video and like ben had to do his as well had to do it as well and kylie as well but she had her husband and her husband was like her moderator so he you know you saw his finger poking the screen. It's like, uh, I got it, right? She, <laughs> you know, but yeah, it's it's um, it's it's just there. There really isn't any gain from it, and I think some people do it just because even if it's negative attention, it's still attention. People will still talk about them you know refer to them and things like that they'll quote them and either say oh that's funny or oh you're such an asshole you know type of deal and what they're looking for is for the celebrity themselves to acknowledge them like roger has acknowledged maybe one or two people so far from what i've seen uh there may have been more but from what i've seen he's only acknowledged maybe like two or three people 
with like um that have said something that he doesn't agree with and he's called them out on it and basically call them you know like dicks or assholes or something like you know what the fuck are you talking about and like just block them you know Hmm. um but other than that it's like they they want that acknowledgement because then they'd be like look 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 i i pissed them off i just wanted to piss you off that's all i'm doing it for and we're just like why expand that much energy just to make someone Mm. angry when you could be doing something else i mean how bored are they in life to go about pissing people off look purposefully especially people they don't know online i just don't understand it look i was an only child so i was bored a lot as a kid Mm -hmm. and there are times as an adult that i'm also bored i'm trying not to cough right into the microphone so my apologies (laughs) if my voice sounds a little funny right now um but i wanted to jump in but but, um i i was bored a lot and what i would do as a kid in some small backwoods little town that i grew up in is i would like make my own fun and find new ways to entertain myself not at the expense of other people like I don't care how bored you are. I don't care, you know, whatever. Like, if you're that bored, go get one of those shocking machines. Like, you know, the um the ones that you can it's like you play with other people and you hold a thing and it spins around in a circle and then shocks you. Like, get one of those and just shock yourself repeatedly. Like if you just really want to cause pain, just get one of those and just shock yourself. Like <laughs> If you're that bored, you can find other ways. Find ways to entertain yourself that is not negative. Either to yourself or to other people. Especially to other people because not everybody has the same resilience as everybody else. Some people are more vulnerable in society and obviously For obvious reasons, these things are invisible. You can't tell with everybody. And so, you know, if if you're going on, like we said, and harass people, you don't know that person. You don't know what they've potentially got going on in their lives. And you could be making them either, one, feel worse or making their situation feel worse. And yeah, just... My TED talk is essentially don't be an arsehole. Accurate. Yeah. And then um, these people, like a lot of people that do the, the, like the live streams and stuff like that. Yeah. They're celebrities and it's like, yeah, they're really awesome and, and they're really awesome people. But at the end of the day, they're still people, you know, they, they still have to do laundry. They still need to eat and sleep and they have their own lives to live. They've got their own friends and their own life outside of whatever their celebrity status is. Mm. And so you can't expect them to A, be your dancing monkey monkeys and do, you know, do your bidding. And like, they still have opinions and, you know, things like that. They, they are just people yeah and they have emotions and 
I think it's I think it's really sad that we take these people that are just people that happen to have a talent or have done something amazing and we force them into a situation where they have to keep a strong face or have a thick skin for the sake of giving other people a good time and it's like that that's that's not a position that anyone should have to be in Mm. yeah like whenever if um i've only probably messaged like i want to say three three celebrities and majority of the time I've just I've apologized just for messaging them like sorry if this is you know you don't have to answer I just had a question you know about x or y um and that the people were like you know from the red dead like Roger Kylie Peter and like uh I always apologize just for messaging them and I tell them, you don't have to answer. I understand if you don't want to, because what I'm asking, you know, the question I'm asking might not be something that they can legally talk about, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you know, because who knows what the contract with Rockstar said about what they can and can't. And um, a lot of scary words, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, so, you know, usually I just tell them, oh, you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to message like me back if you do thank you so much for you know I don't want to take too much of your time and usually I don't it's just that and that's it you know I, I apologize I do I if they usually majority of the time Roger and Kylie and Peter are all like really nice about it and they message me back and they're just like oh yeah sure and they'll you know go through there and I'm like thank you so much you know like this is the best and then and then she'll run to us and go oh my god guys they responded <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it's like, you know. Um, Meanwhile, I'm the stupid one that's like, yeah, sure, I'll message this person. Hang on a second. What exactly do you want me to say? Yeah. And, and so it's like it's like one of those things. And I mean, like people that I, that I do continue to talk back and forth every once, like, you know, when they're not busy, like Mick, we've all we all talk to Mick um, either through like our own Twitters or through like Cameo not cameo through um the cameo gang uh twitter is what i mean um we usually talk to him like through that and we just kind of catch up and see how he's doing and when he's not busy because we know you know he was moving and then he's got this that's going on and then some other stuff that i think that might be coming up so it's just you know we try not to we try not to be a bother but you know there are fans that are just like oh my god you have to take you have to you have to respond you have to and we get it you know you get starstruck that's the thing that Mm. happens but sometimes you got to take a step back (laughs) yeah there's there's boundaries that exist in in reality and that's something i want to address to the listeners that whether you, you listen to this podcast, whether you follow us on social media, you know, like Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, you're welcome in this space. But be mindful of your own boundaries, the boundaries of others. Mm-hmm. And, you know, basically just be mindful of everybody and 
again, don't be an arsehole because I think we've said before that this space that we've created here, um, we have zero tolerance for that kind of behavior because one, we don't have the energy for it. And two, you know, it's not cool by any means. Well, between the three of us, if you really like, if you really stop and think about it, between the three of us, we have varying, like varying degrees of religion or spirituality amongst us. Number one. Number two, we do have someone here who is a person of color. We have multiple members of LGBTQ plus, and that's just between the three of us. That's not including our listeners. We have listeners from all over the world who are varying degrees of religion or spirituality. We have multiple people who are BIPOC or LGBTQ plus. Man, that was a lot of letters to throw out and I'm horrifically <laughs> dyslexic. So I am proud of myself that I got that far. Woo. Anyway, um, but yeah, like you, the simple fact is we have, we have a wide range of listeners who come from various walks of lives and so yeah we're not going to tolerate hatred of any sort yeah um just just so you know you know if you do if you do come after one of us for whatever reason like if we ever do get a troll of some sort coming after one of us um you are going to get put in the ground Mm. (laughs) in that we're protective of our of our own, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and rem- I need to remind people, even though I doubt I need to remind people, I'm Scottish. Don't come after Scottish people because we we're not necessarily I'm trying to find the words here. They don't call us a warrior nation for nothing, should I say? I'm just chaos and destruction. I have no such beautiful claim, but I am just chaos and destruction, and I, I will, I will, I will help to end. Inj- I have never existence. understood. I have never understood why people think that they can get away with, you know, not just like you know, antagonizing people and you know, like pissing people off, especially if they're from the Celtic nations, like if they're Irish or Welsh. We're warrior nations. It's like poking a bear. Don't do it because you will get annihilated. That's what I am. I'm the bear. By by words alone. By words alone because we are vicious and crafty with our takedowns, our verbal takedowns. And from an outsider's perspective, it's hilarious to see. (laughs) That's what I am. I'm the bear. Do not poke. No poke. I mean, I'm 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 a fairly quiet person. I'm, ha, says me, <laughs> but I'm very much a pacifist in terms of I don't engage in fights or arguments. I tend to avoid that like the plague because I don't have time or energy for that. It's not my space. But if the if circumstances change and I do have to step in. Mm, I've been told of, like when I snap, it's like the Hulk. That being said, my my friend is refer- referring to an incident that happened when we were seven, 
and somebody mocked me for having red hair. And that was the first time she heard me swear. And she says it was one of the funniest things she's ever heard. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, and I, I should I should go out and mention that our people do include the Red Dead cast. So fuck off, everybody. <laughs> well, yeah. not everybody, but specifically trolls that are here to cause harm and damage. Those are our people, too. So. Mm. Yeah. Like, uh, um, what was it on Tumblr? Uh, I don't, I didn't follow them, but one of my friends did, and they got an anonymous ask because you can send anonymous like questions or you know, just like excited, like little fangirl things to to people on um, Tumblr, especially people you follow. And they had called that person who was an artist um, a slur for a Jewish person because they had posted a drawing that they did of Arthur and Hosea and they were um, celebrating Hanukkah. And, you know, it it was just like there was, they were upset that they had that person celebrating having these two characters celebrating Hanukkah because there is they're like there's nothing in the game to indicate that they were Jewish and the person was just like um there is nothing I think I know who you are and I saw your post about Arthur and Hosea being Christian and there was nothing in the game that indicated that they that they were but either way, seriously, besides, you know, your grossly racist comment to me, like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and uh, my friend had replied, you know, had, had reblogged it and had written her own reply. And she's just like, if that person wants to come off of Anon, you know, I'm going to tear you from limb to limb because that's, that's not cool. And I was just like, count me in because that person's a coward if they are just going to come on anon and just you know they're just going to be anonymous and just call you a racial slur just because they disagree with something that you drew so basically what we have gained from this conversation is while Catherine may sound all cute and innocent she will throw hands and you will catch them i'm an equal hand opportunity employer (laughs) <laughs> these hands are rated e for everybody basically i'm i'm like a tortoise for the most of the time but then a fish comes to shove i will become a snapping tortoise <laughs> oh it took me a second to realize what you said snapping turtle. Did you think? snapping turtle yeah yeah <laughs> turtle. Just well, you the- said tortoise weird and i was like what tortoise tortoise yeah, she's saying. What's funny about? Oh, is this going to be one of those things? It's like say this word, say that <laughs> word. Whoa, you say it in a, such an adorable way. Your accent is adorable. You say it weird. I wasn't going to say that. Say say aluminum, which by the way is aluminium. But you know, I digress. But you're wrong. Yes, but anyway, regardless. <laughs> schedule, schedule, schedule. <laughs> Color has a U in it. Why do y'all spell it without U? I don't get it. I actually have the answer to that one. That'll be a key way for our followers to know who is typing up on our social medias. 
by how the grammar and how the spelling's done. If there's a U, you know it's moi. See, you say that, and from this point on. (laughs) (laughs) I actually have the answer to why we don't have a U, though. Okay. So, back when, like, newspapers and all of that first really got started... In order because it was such a process to get everything printed, they would charge by the letter. So we started eliminating letters to save, but still get the point across. So you could say color without the U, but it would save you money. And therefore, color, C O L O R, became part of our vocabulary. Same thing with a couple of uh, words where we eliminated certain letters aluminum being another one is is that why you'll say things like herbs instead of herbs you make even that though argument spell it, even though y'all still spell it with the herbs it's herbs see, I, just find it ad- see, I find it adorable it's so endearing <laughs> see you make that argument and i keep making the counter argument and you have yet to give me a proper answer because they don't have one. <laughs> if if herbs is pronounced herbs because there's an H in it, then what do you say for the time of day that is pronounced hour with an H in it? Do you say hour? No. You say hour. Suck I'd say er. That's the difference. That's <laughs> because that's... I'm Scottish. We butcher the language, <laughs> as we've been told. <laughs> Actually, the funny thing is, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Ur is German. Whoops, <laughs> that's not what I wanted. <laughs> I I think uh... rent to own furniture. Okay, ah, ah, <laughs> ah, I was right. It's German. It means. Yeah. It means clock. <laughs> well, I've been educated. <laughs> and now you know. I've I've only been at a high school for like what ten years. That's showing my age there. Oh well, you cute like baby. A, I mean Javier makes the same argument on uh in Red Dead. He talks about words. He's like, Why do you guys say it's so different? Why? Why isn't anything that's like in English said? I agree. The way I agree with Javier. Spelled. I, I call it Lanahatchee River, and Arthur says Lanahassey River. It's like no, it's Lanahatchee. Yeah. <laughs> I say it's a spell. Like um, Javier's right. <laughs> like there's a city in Alabama that's Phoenix City, but Phoenix isn't spelled how you would think that phoenix is spelled it's p-h-e-n-i-x phoenix and i was like when i moved um to where i live i was like why is it spelled like that why why do they why do they spell it like that that's that's what is this (laughs) what is this bullshit Look, as a person who comes from Louisiana, we are we are absolutely one hundred percent used to saying things that are completely like counter to whatever they're spelled. Case in point, the word that I have pulled up on my screen right now is pronounced Washita. 
<laughs> oh, what a cheetah. <laughs> or as we like to say, oh, you what a cheetah. <laughs> oh, you Ooh. cheetah. <laughs> oh, you a cheetah. <laughs> oh, you a cheetah. <laughs> Uh, but I guess on that note, this is probably, it's, <laughs> I think we should, <laughs> I think this is the end. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're starting to fall down a very dangerous rabbit hole. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, goodness. But uh, we hope that you weren't too bogged down by our, uh, by our talk on harassment and everything like that. Um just to kind of throw it out there, the the game the gamers on um Twitter uh at the or I think it's the or is it just G A M E H E R S on Twitter for the gamer for the gamers um Twitter page because I I want to make sure that I'm remembering it right. Yeah, it's got the. Um, but yeah, the the gamers are they they will um, have like published articles and stuff like that. So they they actually have uh, a few articles on uh, harassment in video games and things like that. So um, one of the ones that I that I remember seeing the first one that I remember seeing was a streamer and she she was talking about her experiences as a as a woman on Twitch where she would be getting harassed and and things like that and they've had a few guests on the Let's Play podcast that talks about um their her, their experiences with harassment whether that is you know from um fans or just in general over the internet and things like that so um, if you're interested, they have a website that has like different, various different little articles on it. And uh, I've written like a couple of stuff for them. Um, I do have a, a article that I wrote and released, I think it was in November or so or the end of October. Um, that was about video game harassment in um in, on online and how it how it can also be outside of uh, online games, you know, like outside of the video game realm. Um, and there's been a few where they've talked about how men can be ally for women that have been harassed um, physically, sexually, emotionally uh, within the community. So yeah, um, you guys give it a listen. I. I wrote one, but it was about death. So, you know. <laughs> that's also something that's very important to discuss. But we can do that later. Because I got, I have some things that I got to go and do. <laughs> God, we are editing that out. <laughs> are we though? <laughs> But yeah, we'll see you guys next week and we hope you enjoyed everything. Bye. Boy, have a good weekend. Pip pip cheerio. <laughs> thank you for listening to this week's episode of Around the Campfire. We'd also like to thank Brett Van Dossel for providing the music. You can find him and his music at brettvandossel.com. 
follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Cameo Gang 1899. We're also on Instagram at Around the Campfire 1899. You can find us on YouTube at Around the Campfire Podcast. See you around, cowfolks.